You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Inspiring women, bold vision, and powerful insights to help you use speaking to build a thriving business. This is Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. Now, for today's show. And welcome to another episode of the Speaker's Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen and founder of Podcasting with Purpose Training, how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. My guest today says, batch your video content and like magic, more hours will appear in your workday. Now joining me on today's show is Paige Wilhide. Paige is a video strategist and she helps entrepreneurs builds their online presence through creative video content and YouTube strategy. On today's show, she's going to cover the benefits of using YouTube to build your speaking business, the top five things every YouTube channel must have, as well as how to get started on YouTube today. So welcome to the show, Paige. Hi, Anne-Marie. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so glad to be featuring you on the show because we know how powerful video is to engage with our ideal audience. We have a message to share. We can really impact people in a bigger way. Yet video is still one of those mediums that so many people are still a little bit frightened of getting in front of that camera. So before we dive into the great content you want to share, do you want to just share some mindset shifts for those of us who may be a little bit afraid of, of getting in front of that camera? Yeah, absolutely. That is a big topic that comes up in my work with people. Um, and it, it comes up at the beginning of my work with people and also throughout our journey together. So it's never going to be like, completely solved. You're always going to have certain things that come up and, and these fears that are resonant throughout your video journey, but it's more of a matter of learning to deal with them and have the tools to understand what this, what it's about when these fears creep in. Um, so one of the things is really just understanding where it comes from for you. So for some people, it's this like this fear of being seen and this, you know, we're a lot of times we're conditioned, especially as women against like standing up and using our voices and, and being seen. And so um, a lot of the work that I do is finding where that comes from in your past and, and working through those stories and realizing that it really is just stories and we have the tools now to be able to overcome them. Yeah. And the other, the other piece that I really love talking about is um, the vision. It's the big vision you have for your business, for your speaking business, um, for your personal brand. And what is that grand vision? And then how is video going to get you there? Yes. Because when you can, when you can stay focused on this big picture, it's the, the smaller things don't mean as much. They don't feel as heavy. They're a lot easier to accomplish when you can, you know, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to be speaking in front of a hundred thousand people. So this little video is nothing and it's going to be really easy for me. Yeah. What I love about what you've said about your big vision and, um, you know, to recognize that everyone goes through that to some degree. And just like speaking, I'm sure the very first time that we step up onto stage and we're, we're faced with, you know, an audience who are just, you know, waiting for us to share a message, it can be a little bit nerve wracking. 
making. And the more often we do that, the more comfortable we get. And that's the same with video too. But recognizing that our message is making such an impact. And also too, I think as women, we can often have such a high level of expectations on ourselves and so critical that we are going to pick up every single floor and other people are going to watch it and listen and say, that was just brilliant. So sometimes we just need to, to take off that self-criticism and just share our message. So let's talk about some of the benefits of using YouTube to build our business. What do we need to know? Okay, well, oh gosh, there's so many benefits for using YouTube. Um, what what I like to, to think about is why would why would you use YouTube, right? Like the, what is, this is the big question. What's the point of having a YouTube channel? Well, why would somebody hire you to speak, right? It's, it's kind of the same reasons. It's because you're building this level of credibility. You're showing your online credibility. You're showing your online expertise. Imagine if you are, if there's somebody booking a speaker, and they're looking at a, a whole list of applicants and one applicant has a full library of short two minute content videos and they're, they're sharing all this content, they're engaging with this community, they've got a handful of subscribers who are talking to them and, and engaging with this content. The person who is looking for a speaker will likely choose you because you have this sense of credibility and expertise behind you. Mm. In addition, what I love about video is that you can, you, you get to show your presence. Mm -hmm. You get to show how you show up, how you serve people and how you present yourself to the world. This can't be done in a, you know, it, it, it can't be done to the extent in a, a photo, right? It can't be done in copy um, or like a really beautifully branded website. So it, it, there needs to be this extra level of connection with your audience. And that's what video helps you do mm. in just the video sense and then in the YouTube sense. Um, and what I really love about YouTube specifically is that it's really great for searchable content. So even if it's, you know, beyond you building your credibility and your expertise, you can have people find you by just searching for what you are talking about. Yes. And that's what's really beautiful about YouTube and really fun about it. Yeah. One of the things that you might hear too, and I often hear is people get stuck in the vanity numbers. And we know that YouTube is, has been around for such a long time. And, and so because people are going there regularly to search for content and, and consume it, it's like, well, how can I stand out from everyone else? But often, and I'd love you to speak into this, it's how are we going to use it as part of our strategy? If we are reaching out to potential event coordinators, as you said, it's good for them if they do a bit of a search that they can find you or if you've got a number of presentations that you've put up there as examples and how you're going to engage and interact that's a great way that we can incorporate into our overall speakers kit or how, however we're positioning ourselves so rather than getting fixated and how am I going to stand out it's how am I going to use that in my strategy as I build my speaking profile what are some other things that you often um, hear people say that is a little bit disconcerting because they're just not getting out and leveraging YouTube and it's such a big opportunity how should we use that within our strategy to really help us build our speaking business 
There's a lot of ways to do that. One of the ways that I really love is using the playlist feature in YouTube. Using playlists allows you to organize your content based on many things. So, and I work with, I work with all kinds of clients and it really depends on what their end strategy is. So for one client, it might be organizing playlists into different topics, right? So somebody, um, someone who is a, like I work with a, um, what do you call it? A stylist, yeah. right? And so she has a channel where she has videos about organizing your closet. And then she has videos about what she's shopping for each season. Yeah. And those are separate, those are separate categories. And so organizing those into playlists really helps your audience visualize what kind of content you have. And it mm. also is like, you know, I have a lot of things that I talk about. It's not just this one topic, right? Yes. Um, and then other other people might want to organize it, organize your playlist into for specific audiences. So maybe you have an audience that is independent, is um, female entrepreneurs, and another one is the people who are booking you for for your gigs, right? And um, another one might be talking about your book and people who are interested in you as an author. So if you if you're the kind of person who wears all these hats it might be really great for you to organize your YouTube playlists into the different hats you wear for different audiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that idea because it also allows people to find the specific topic that they're interested in and rather than having to sift through a lot of videos and, and give up because often we know, as we know, event coordinators are extremely busy. Something else that um, I think may, may be beneficial for people because often, you know, we're running our business and there are only so many hours in, in a day. Would you recommend that we repurpose some of the video content we may be creating, such as video lives that, you know, we may not necessarily be speaking to an audience uh, per se face to face, but we're certainly speaking to an audience online. Would you recommend incorporating Facebook live videos, maybe snippets of those? If yes, how would we repurpose? purpose those in the best way yeah so there's I recommend when I when usually when I work with clients I recommend that you have two platforms your primary platform so the one that you really focus on the most um, and this is in terms of video so it could be LinkedIn it could be Facebook it could be YouTube and then having a secondary platform so somewhere where you are also just repurposing your content and sharing it there as well and having starting to build an audience there. And that's when you're first starting out, just so you don't get super overwhelmed with all of the mm. platform possibilities when it comes to video. So in terms of repurposing, YouTube is a great place to create like a home-based library for all of your video content. So any kind of videos like Instagram stories, you can download them to your phone and put them on your YouTube channel. You can take, um, you can take a podcast that you have recorded and you can put that on your YouTube channel. Just use the, the visual visual of a thumbnail yeah. for the whole thing. And you just have the podcast playing in the background. Um, you can take any kind of live streams that you do. So anything on Facebook live stream, if you do an interview series, put that series onto YouTube. It mm -hmm. does not hurt to spread your influence and multiply the number of people that you are reaching. Mm, I love that how you've identified use it as a library. 
because once yeah. someone finds you and even ideal clients are finding you as we know uh, they often will have a number of interactions with us engagements with us before they ever reach out so if you've got multiple pieces of content that you're repurposing um, that's a great way to be able to to reach them and, and connect with them let's have a look at um, some of the things that we need to have in place when we're setting up our YouTube channel five things that every YouTube channel must have what are these five things okay I love actionable things I love checklists and lists and one two three four five these things just you know since we're talking about YouTube content and things that convert on YouTube lists convert really well so if I made a video about this the five things you need on your YouTube channel it would be a great video to put on my channel yeah so that's just an aside but um the first thing that you need on your youtube channel is your channel icon this is like your little profile picture the little round thing um, that shows up in the top right corner when you go to youtube and this a lot of people think like oh this should be my logo or this should be um you know my business something representing my business I don't agree with that. I think your channel icon, I highly, highly recommend it be your headshot, yeah. a photo of you, um, because that is that is your brand, right? Mm. When you are a speaker, when you're a personal brand, that's what you're selling. You're not yeah. selling a logo, you're selling yourself. Yes. Um, so you're gonna show like, who is the star of this TV channel, this YouTube channel? Oh, it's me, and there's my face right there in the icon. That's number one. That number sense. two is channel art. So this is when you go to your YouTube channel, you'll see the channel icon in a little circle. And then right behind it is this like background banner. There's, you know, you've seen these on Facebook and Twitter and there's a banner and that's called channel art on YouTube. Everybody has different names for them, but it's essentially the same thing. And this you can easily create on Canva or if you have a designer, send them, tell them you need a channel art, um, configuration and they will make you you know the mm -hmm. right sizes the right resolution and everything the channel art should have something about what it shouldn't be too busy it, mm -hmm. it's got to be like cleanly branded look really nice but have some kind of text on it that says what the people can expect mm -hmm. when they come to your channel so either that's what your channel's about or how often you release videos so my channel my channel art says weekly videos about video Super simple. It's got like a background of me with a camera and that is my channel art. So that's a really important piece to put up there because it also shows like, you know, you know how to brand yourself, you know, you, you got, you got some skills there. Um, and then the third thing is the description. So you, you want to have the description in there. This is when you go to your channel and there's like a little tab that says about. You click there and you can edit the description in the description you're going to talk about everything you do this is your time to brag this is your time to tell people how awesome you are at what you do and how great of a speaker you are and what they can expect from your youtube channel mm -hmm. so no holds barred here we are just going all out with as much description as possible in this piece um, and youtube will also pick up keywords in here so if mm -hmm. you are a keyword person if you do some keyword research in the description for your channel make sure you incorporate those in there as well yeah the fourth thing is to have links so you can add links to external sources 
Now, this is a little bit trickier because you have to verify them with YouTube to make sure that it's not like a, you know, super promotional thing or mm. um, that they're, you're sending them to some spam site. Uh, but usually I link them to my website. Sometimes I'll put a freebie on there if there's something that I'm talking about on a regular basis or if I'm launching, I might add a freebie in there. But you want to have some links in there so that a, they know like what your call to action is, your mm -hmm. overall call to action, where to go next after yes. they watch your YouTube videos. And the other thing is um, they know where to go next. And then I lost, I lost the other one. There's another reason, but um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's really good for just having for your strategy, right? Like you absolutely. Just something that yeah. you mentioned on there and then hopefully I, I know what it's like. You've got so much content you want to share and it's like, ah, but so hopefully it'll come back to you. But one of the things that you said about that, I think is so very important. What is the next step that they want, that you want people to take? Sometimes we give people so many options, they get overwhelmed and then they do nothing. And so, as you say, there might be an opt-in that it enables someone to take their learning even further. You've given even more value. And if that is a way that you, it's a lead capture, well, guess what? Someone has just said, yes, they're part of your community. And then you can continue to, to nurture that relationship um, throughout your, your funnel. When you think about the things that you've just mentioned, what are some of the common mistakes that you see? If this is, maybe this isn't relevant, but the reason I do say that is so often people will assume that what they're doing is okay, but in actual fact, it's it's uh, detracting from their brand message. So are there any things that often stand out that people are still continuing to do, but you say, you know what, that really no longer is relevant and you should no longer do that. Are, are some, a few things come to mind? Um, I mean, the, the thing that, comes to mind for me is the thumbnails mm. and how it's really just on that thumbnail as you were sharing that I absolutely agree having a photo there of you because guess who's going to be speaking you your face you are going to be there in person not your logo so that just makes sense for a speaker yeah absolutely I mean that's that's huge. Yeah. Um, I would say that is probably one of the biggest pitfalls is having yeah. a photo that is not a photo of you, like it's a logo or something. Because um, a lot of times, you know, we have we have our business. We our business is the overall umbrella, but it's us that's going to be speaking. You're yeah. so right, Emery. Yeah. Um, so the other the other pitfall that I see a lot is too much going on in the channel art. Um, mm. It's it should be simple. It's not, it doesn't have to be super complicated or so much text in there. You mm. have the opportunity to really tell your story in the description yes. and in your videos, right? Mm. In themselves. So it's really just sort of like an appetizer to get people interested in what you're saying and to vet people. It's like, this is what this is about. If you like it, great, stay here. And if you don't, See you later. Yeah. See you never. Yeah. You know? I mean, when you think of channel art, it really is visually sharing the story. So maybe if, if if speaking is a way that you really want to start sharing your message and your YouTube channel is a very important strategy or part of that strategy, you may have some really nice images of you speaking on stages and then some a, a short phrase that allow, you know, text. So rather than, as you say, a lot, a lot of text, let the images do the talking of you. Are they sharing a relevant story? 
And is that storyline consistent? And all of these things, it's one of these things when someone explains it to you, you think, oh, yes. But, you know, until someone often presents that, it can be very busy, that channel out. And it's just like anything. If it's too busy, people will often then go um, to the next channel or not relevant uh, to, to me. So yeah. we've, we've talked about so many things, the benefits of using YouTube. We use it as a library. It's a great way to add value, send people to go and see some of the ways that you've been presenting, repurposing your content uh, there as well. For someone who's just getting started then, often we go to, what equipment do I need? And again, that can turn people off. So what advice do you have around equipment that we can keep it simple and equipment that maybe we can take with us and if we are presenting, either hire a videographer such as yourself, but if we don't have access to that, maybe having just a camera that someone can take some footage of you. What are some things you can suggest? Yeah. So I, well, first of all, my, I didn't, I don't think I mentioned the fifth one, the oh, fifth yes. piece for a YouTube channel. And I just want to tell, tell you that piece. And that is the YouTube trailer. And this is like the spotlight video. This is going to be sort of, you know, if you're a speaker, your speaker reel could go here. Um, but it should be more specific to a YouTube channel or to a YouTube audience. Mm -hmm. So telling people what this YouTube channel is about. Yeah. So that is my, and that's actually a great segue into like, well, if I don't have a trailer, how do I create a trailer on my own? And it is so much easier than people think it is. Um, we get so caught up in like, like you said, the equipment and the, the, all the production stuff, and it's got to look a certain way. But at the end of the day, it's about the message that you're sharing mm -hmm. and the story that you're telling. So I tell people you can shoot video with your phone. Like it is, it does not have to be that complicated. I have, um, I actually have a checklist of my favorite gear for your phone to like make your videos, give it a little bit more of that professional feel, um, some lighting stuff and, and microphone things. But as long as it sounds good, like that's the key. You have to have it sound good because people are more willing to forgive bad video quality than they are bad audio quality. Yes. If something doesn't sound good, they're going away. They're clicking off. Mm -hmm. If something's like squeaky or, you know, it's just, it's not a good look. So, um, you know, your footage can be, it doesn't have to be the best, mm -hmm. uh, but I give you so many tips like on my YouTube channel, on my checklist for how to actually get these really beautiful shots and, and get these more quality shots than you normally would with just a couple tricks here and there and a couple tools. Fabulous. And I know you're going to share uh, at the end of the show how people can get access to that. And it's so often we we assume, oh, I need to buy, you know, expensive equipment. However, how many of us carry a smartphone? And I know that some of the latest smartphones have incredibly, you know, clear and high quality video. So we're carrying a full production suite and even with the apps that we can access now to edit and uh, you know our, our footage is, is just incredible to think of the technology really we don't have any excuse not to do uh, video and so right? so what are yeah, some other things that yeah what are some other things that we need to know about to help us get started but in a streamlined way and then I want to I want you to give you an opportunity to talk about batching your video content as we said at the beginning of the show because like magic more hours will appear because that's one thing too I don't have more time to, to dedicate to creating all this videos. So what are some other things we need to know to get started? Okay. So one of the 
biggest things to know is, I mean, I said it before, it doesn't have to be complicated. Like you could even, I could, you can record things on Zoom now. If you needed, if you wanted to show people how to do something on your computer, or if you are um, explaining something and teaching something about your, about economics or, you know, whatever you focus on, mm -hmm. you can do that on Zoom. Now you square, you share your screen, you have your picture in the camera, and then you record it. That's a video. Like there's, you know, there's so many easy ways. So it really, like we make it more complicated in our heads and the stories we tell ourselves than it really has to be. Yes. Um, another thing is use the sunlight as much as possible. So as much as you can, find a beautiful open window with lots of sunlight that may affect the time of day that you're going to be shooting your videos, but it will ramp up the quality at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I, I tell people all you need is your cell phone and some sunlight and you're good because it will actually like, if you've ever seen videos where there's a lot of, um, visual noise, which is basically like it's pixelated or it looks mm -hmm. kind of fuzzy that's because there's not enough light coming in. Our cameras are designed to focus on the light. So if the light, for example, were behind me, the camera would focus on that and I would be really dark and yeah. the light behind me would be the thing that the camera is, is drawn to. Yeah. So just make sure that the light is focused on your subject, which is hopefully you, um, and that it's, sunlight and um that you're doing it at the right time of day yeah i love that and it's so important to, to recognize just some of those tips because it becomes almost second nature as soon as you go into an area where is there an open window and hopefully it's not like melbourne one minute it'll be sunshine the next it's cloud and the next stormy and so you can have all oh, sorts no. of different i lighting. should do a video about that yes. how to adjust for the exactly for the yeah, for, for the, the crazy life. weather. Yeah, exactly. I know from um, having spoken to so many awesome uh, guests from all over the world, you know, for Speaker Success Podcast, the weather can be one of those things that can just, uh, yeah, uh, just go by the weather, what's happening, of course. And I, I love the fact that you've said around batching. Let's talk about that. What are some things like, do, how do you, what, what's your process? Yeah, so my process is I organize my, I do, I try to do every three months um, and, and figure out, like I look three months ahead and I say, okay, each month is going to have a different topic. Yes. What are these topics going to be? And then I break it down by the week. So each week in that month, um, like let's say I'm talking about YouTube analytics. Each week in that month, I'll do a different video about YouTube analytics and I'll get more and more granular with it. So then I've got four ideas for four different videos. I set up my camera in my apartment, which is like, I have this beautiful open window with lots of sunlight coming in. So I don't, I have lighting, mm -hmm. but I don't even use it. I just use the sun. Mm -hmm. And um, I set up my camera and I just kind of knock out those four videos. And then I, um, I send them off to my editor. I don't edit my videos anymore. I used to. Um, and I send them off to my editor and then I know that they're going to be ready within three days and I'm ready to, I post them all together. So just like your batch, you just like you batch your shooting. Mm -hmm. I also batch my, my uploading yeah, and my sharing and my editing. So the editing happens all at once. And then my uploading happens all at once. I put it all on my YouTube channel. I go through, write all my descriptions, write all my titles, put all my tags in. 
all of the cards, like all the back end stuff on YouTube. And then um, each week I release the next one. Yeah. So you can schedule. So when you're uploading, you don't necessarily need to have everything published and, and visible. Right. In yeah. fact, I rec highly recommend that you upload your videos as unlisted mm. when you upload them. So you have a choice when you go into YouTube to upload a video, there will be a little drop down menu and it will say public, unlisted, private or scheduled. There might be another one too. I think they do, they're doing like watch party now is a new thing. So um, I don't know. YouTube's yeah. always changing. Yes. I'm trying to stay on top of it. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> well, we we're can... just getting started, many of us listening today. So um, yeah, just... We're, we're just, yeah, we're yeah. in the beginning stages. So we don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. What about but... timing and length of video? Yeah. So yeah, this is a really good question. And my, my general answer is it depends on how warm your audience is. So if your audience already knows who you are, they're coming to your channel, expecting to see you and hear you and know that you are really de delivering really amazing value, mm -hmm. they're gonna watch for a while, right? Yeah. If your audience is a little colder, so like let's say, let's say you're sending out like a, an email to somebody or you're sending an email to your list that's maybe a little bit colder, you haven't talked to them in a while, a shorter video is better. Mm -hmm. So the shorter, the better when it comes to how cold your audience is yeah. or if your audience is colder. Now on YouTube, usually about like three to five minutes is good, but I've seen people upload like 45 minute stuff. It really depends on, again, how engaged and warm your audience is. Yeah. So YouTube trailer, try to keep it like two minutes um or less because this is for a cold audience this is for a new visitor coming to your youtube channel mm -hmm. um, but things that you have been uploading for a while it's okay to like go a little bit longer on the link in fact youtube really prefers when people stay longer on youtube because that's how they make money right yeah. so if you have videos that are keeping people engaged for a longer period of time, you're going to get preferential treatment on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Such a great uh, tip. And I think if we're using the strategy that you shared earlier about YouTube being a library of content, if we have um, set aside time and we're batching to create our video content, and it may be that the footage that we have had created for us is a longer us speaking on stage. Now, if we wanted to use aspects of that, we could cut that down. I think 10 minutes on LinkedIn, shorter, obviously, on um, you know Instagram, IGTV. But then what we can do is if you want to watch the full one, go back to the YouTube channel. So you can always link back uh, to that. It's how can you use, you know, and leverage that uh, content, but at least the full content can can be there on, on YouTube. Paige, the, we could probably continue to talk for another hour. There's so oh, yeah, many I'm incredible okay things. Yeah, I can talk that, forever about this stuff. <laughs> I can say, and that's one of the things when you're passionate about your topic, you really um, can speak about that. And I know that everyone listening today is, is passionate about what they are speaking about and can really benefit from everything that you've shared around really leveraging YouTube as part of that strategy. So share with us, how can people connect with you? Uh, how can we find you on YouTube? All of that good stuff. Okay, so um, what I have to share with you, first of all, I'll tell you that it's a checklist. It's actually a bundle. So it's my phone checklist bundle. So that's got, or my phone checklist. And that's got all of the things that I recommend for shooting video on your phone. 
I focus on iPhones, but you can also use it for Androids as well. And then um, I also have my pre-production checklist. So before you're shooting, these are all the things you need to think about, including wardrobe and all of those things. So I've got that bundle and that's at pagemedia.com slash checklist. So head on over there. It's page, P-A-I-G-E, media. And where can you find me? You can find me on YouTube, obviously. I'm Page Media Co. Uh, on YouTube, or just search Page Media and you'll find my icon pop up. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram also. I love doing Instagram, and that is at Page Media on Instagram. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Now, this is the first time you're listening to this podcast. Welcome. It's great that you can join us today. We hope you'll subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we publish a new podcast episode. Also, if you'd like to find out more about becoming a member of Women Speakers Association so that you can grow a successful business through speaking, jump on a call with our president, Gail Watson, on bit.ly forward slash meet Gail. That's bit.ly forward slash meet Gail. And remember to access our speaker success gift at speakersuccessgift.com. That's speakersuccessgift.com. You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com.